And here's an ad from our sponsors. Have you ever heard about Anchor? Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. another episode oh my god like this year just like flew by like nothing happened like like in a blink of an eye isn't like I'm, I'm the only one feeling that way today well you know what if you're tuning in and live or just comment live if you're just catching the replay type replay on the comment box and um if you have any questions comments i'll get back to those uh later on throughout the episode or uh after we are done but let me tell you one thing if you're in live you're in for a treat because this woman she's amazing okay my guest today it is uh let's start by she is british like i love her i love her accent I love everything about her. She is a wife, a mother, a former dentist. Like, uh, I'm like, I bet that she doesn't miss getting to anybody's tooth right now. Like, I bet. Like, I would be like, I'm done with this. So she's a former dentist. She's a spunky network marketer. And she's on a mission to help people around the globe to build their brand uh, and you know, use their influence to just get their brand autopilot. Her name is Fran Lobster, and she is here with us today, directly from the UK. Welcome, Fran. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Dagmar. I am honored to be here. Um, super honored to be here. I'm actually South African, so I'm actually my my. My accent is a mixture of, of English and it's more South African than English. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Like it, uh, the honor is mine <laughs> for having you here. But you are you currently in South Africa or are you still? No, no, no. We've yeah. lived in the UK for 24 years now. So, oh, wow. Yeah, that's time. fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. I love it. How's the weather there today? <laughs> Don't. don't. Okay, that don't. Okay, I'm <laughs> gonna I'm gonna retrieve the question. I'm not gonna go there. Uh, well, I just wanted to share my experience because here is getting really cold. Yeah, and I don't like it. <laughs> like, can somebody just take winter away? Just can we skip it? I mean, live Christmas, but just take the winter, the cold part of it. Yeah, right. Like, I, I, I live with the I live with the heating on and a little electric radiator, electric heater, blowy heater underneath my desk here. So just to keep <laughs> me warm because I'm terrible. I feel the cold terrible. terrible. <laughs> me too. Me too. And I'm from Puerto Rico, so I'm used to that. You know, eighty degree weather. I'm like. 
every time I think of why I'm here, I'm like, yeah, I see my bank account and that I'm like, yeah, I know now I can't remember why I'm here. <laughs> All right. But welcome so much. I am so excited. I've been so, um, how can I say I, I've been waiting this moment because I really wanted to talk to you and, you know, have the, my audience uh, know you and uh, get to know what all you are all about. And uh, obviously, I ask everybody this the, the question of the podcast: Who is or who was Fran growing up, and what was her dream? Big question. So, growing up, I was actually a shy, quiet nerd. Okay, I was a nobody at school. I, I was, I was good at, I was good at school. You know, I did well at school. I was pretty much top of the top of my class in most subjects except English. But otherwise, I was top of my class in most subjects. I wasn't sporty. The only sport I was ever any good at was was horse riding. But I was a nerd, and I wasn't one of the cool kids. And all I ever wanted to do was to fit in with the cool kids and to be one of the crowd. And I never was. Um, and um, kind of that started a lot of limiting beliefs and a lot of, you know, you know, thinking that I'm not good enough and who am I? And you know, I wasn't accepted and I wasn't because I was I was a nerd and you know I just I didn't do the cool things and I. Like I never, I never even had jeans. I had my first pair of jeans, I think when I was 14 years old. So, you know, that was like a big thing for me to get my first pair of jeans. And <laughs> my parents are kind of old fashioned and yeah, anyway. So growing up, I was, you know, this quiet little nerd. And um, I, I also, I kind of felt like I needed to, you know, it was kind of expected of me to you know to get a qualification to get a degree um, I'm the oldest of four children and so I went to university my reasoning for becoming a dentist was kind of crazy but you know the teenage brain does crazy things <laughs> and I I always wanted to do medicine and I thought well I don't want to deal with dying people and I don't want to work crazy hours, so I'm going to become a dentist instead. <laughs> Hold on, right there. You didn't want to deal with dying people. No, yeah, <laughs> I didn't want. To, I didn't want to deal with death, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to work night shift. Okay. And that's <laughs> why I chose dentistry. Exactly. Seriously. Okay. That's exactly. I mean, but that, that was, was exactly. That was, I mean, that was good thinking. That was good thinking. <laughs> it is funny, but you know, because um, a lot of people don't think about that when they're you yeah. know choosing a. Yeah. Um, a career path like they don't they don't think about you know death that they you know oh i'm gonna be a doctor some of them say oh i'm gonna be a doctor but they're not thinking yeah. your patient might patient might die <laughs> <laughs> right there and then <laughs> in the bed so you know that was that was very strategic thinking i love it i know i know <laughs> but then i spoke to my dentist and he said you don't want to do dentistry he said do you want to go into a career where nobody wants to see you Nobody wants to go to the dentist. Um, and me. I mean, generally, but generally people have a fear of the dentist. Yeah. And so I yeah. thought, I thought rubbish. I love coming to the dentist. He's talking, he's talking BS. 
And so I went into dentistry. I thought I knew better. You know, this is the teenage brain. I knew better. I knew everything. I know everything. And so I went into dentistry and I got into first year and I'd been to a private school in South Africa. And so my first six months of dental school, I, I, I breathed through it. Okay. And then all of a sudden it got difficult. But I'd also, I made a decision when I started dental school, when I started university, I made a decision that I was going to be different. And I made a decision that I was going to be one of the cool kids. And I made a decision that I was going to make a lot of friends. And so I did. And I went kind of wild. Okay. Oh, I like, wow. <laughs> I kind of stepped way out of my comfort zone and uh -huh. I was a wild child. And then I failed first year. Oh, wow. I failed first year, okay? It took me a long time to actually admit to people that I failed first year. That was my first big failure in life, okay? Um, and um, <laughs> I had to repeat first year. I got to fourth year dental school, and I decided I don't like this. is when I actually started working on people, okay, in fourth year. So that's actually my fifth year at, at university. And I thought, I don't like this. I don't like, I, I don't like this. I was making dentures. It was like doing, making, I thought, uh -huh. I really don't, I really don't like this. <laughs> but this is my fifth year at university. I thought, I can't now turn around to my parents and say, I don't like this. I don't want to mm. do it. So I finished and I carried on and I did for practice dentistry. For how long you, you, you um, work as, as a dentist? 28 years. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so a I long time. Yeah. And I never really enjoyed it. I liked I liked some people. I loved some of my patients, some of my patients. But generally, <laughs> it's a stressful profession. It's a really stressful profession. Really? So I was, yeah. What, yeah. Why, why would you say that is a very stressful um, profession? There are a couple. Of, there are a couple of reasons. One is you're actually working um, in a dark hole. It's full of saliva and blood, okay? The mouth, okay? Yeah, it's full of saliva. And you're working in millimeters. So you're working like in millimeters, right? Okay. And nobody wants to be there. And a lot of people come to you in pain. Yes, that's right. That's you know? right. And you, you need to get them out of pain. And it's it's stressful. The main thing is that people just don't want to be there. They don't want to see you. You know, they're nervous okay. coming to see you and you've got to, it's always putting them at ease. And so it was, it was stressful. And I was always looking, I was always looking for a way out. Always. Always looking for a way out. Let me tell you one thing. I love to go to the dentist, although um whenever they talk about surgery i'm like seriously like i just want to run the other way but i love generally I, lo I love to go i don't i don't miss uh my you know my um how's it called my uh your um it's not maintenance that's not the word it's just like routine like your yeah. routine checks you're, you're, yeah yeah so uh but but you know trying to see the things or um having your perspective uh, uh, towards that profession uh you know it's kind of a little bit of eye-opening because you're you're right i mean people most people don't like to go um and you're really working in a small uh <laughs> space and you know just like getting way too yeah. close up and personal with yeah. your clients and I know. um 
<laughs> the reality is that not everybody, you know, keep their tooth clean in their mouth and no. it's not, it's not fun, no. but you did it for 28 years and I do admire you and say <laughs> like, like I take my hat. If I had my hat, I would be like, I take my hat off to you because <laughs> it's, it's really admirable. Um, <laughs> and, but you say that. You were not happy with it and you were did it for 20 years. You got, you were looking for a way out. How that way out came, came through? Like what happened? What do you do? So, so a friend of mine who was a network marketer, she, I, I went to some of her parties and she, one day she, she, we met for coffee and she said, I found a new opportunity. And I thought, actually, I quite like the sound of this. And I decided, well, maybe this is my way out. Like maybe I can become a network marketer. And honestly, like the people, my colleagues, they laughed at me. They said, what, you're going to go do this funny little side gig? You're crazy. You know what? what you're a dentist. You know, my parents were devastated because they had their dentist who was a daughter who's now becoming imagine. a Like, oh, my, who's God, now become, my daughter. I know. Like, like they <laughs> like I went from up here to down here. <laughs> you know, it's like you becoming a network marketer it's like no 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 like did know, they for some reason say you need to you know are you having any problems do you need to go see a therapist <laughs> you know like because that, no, that's what a lot of people react to when we say or, or the words network marketer is like yeah. are you okay like what's wrong yeah. with you are you having a what's crisis wrong? like it's no <laughs> I know, and that's the thing that's really sad is that network marketing has got such a bad reputation. Exactly. You know, it's got it's got such a such a stigma to, associated with it, mm-hmm. and it really shouldn't. Yeah, it really shouldn't. If it's done correct, if it's done correctly, and if it's done the right way, then you know it's an incredible it's an incredible profession if yes. it's treated as a profession. But I it's agree. Not. I agree. Anyway. I agree with yeah. you. I think that a lot of people have um, not only worked wrong the the network marketing profession but they also have done wrong to too many people that yeah. when you t- tell them i'm a network marketer they just like run the other way like let me just like run as far away from you as i can like yeah on gonzalez this is and, just and like and a i baby. was i was one of those people <laughs> I so was tell one me of them. What, how, how, how your mentality changed, uh, uh, you know, around the whole thing? So, so I like when I thought, okay, I'm going to make this work. And I went all in. Okay. Um, this was back at, this was back in 2015. And then in 2016, the practice where I worked was actually taken over by um, a, a, a guy. I'm not going to say anything more about him, but he, he gave me an ultimatum. Um, and he told me I had to, um, he gave me an ultimatum. I'm not going to say any more because I don't know who's going to hear this, okay, and I don't want to be sued. Um, but it was going to compromise my ethics. It was going to compromise my integrity. It was going to compromise the way that I was going to be treating my patients, and I thought I can't, I can't do this to my patients. Mm-hmm. And so I actually retired in 2016. I retired from dentistry and Honestly, it was it was at a stage, you know, when my daughter had left home, she was she was working, and it, my my husband just said, "Just go." He was tired of seeing me crying every night. He I was mean, tired of me coming home in tears every single night. He said, "Just just quit." So I quit dentistry in 2016, but.
but I was that I was that spammy network marketer. She told me, she told me, this is what you're going to do. You're going to go to make your list of of your hundred. You're going to go to all your friends and family. You're going to have all the parties. You're going to do all the home meetings. You're going to do all the things. And I did that. And I went to my list of a hundred, and I went back to my list of a hundred, and back to my list of a hundred, and back to my list of a hundred. I don't know how many times until there was one day. Okay, and I live in a small town. And I had this this one girl, and I was fixated on this girl because I thought she would be awesome, and I wanted her in my team. And I went to her. I went to her place of work. I I went. I visited her at home. I went like, and it's like I literally I, I haunted this woman. <laughs> and if it, one day I parked my car in the town square, and I got out my car, and I saw her across the across the square, and I I thought. There she is. Let me go speak to her again. And she saw me. We made like we made eye contact and she didn't about turn and she ran away from me. She literally ran away from me. And this is this was in 2017. And now she still runs away from me. Whenever she sees me, she doesn't about turn. She goes opposite direction. I'm, I'm not speaking to Fran. Okay. Like it's still now. So oh wow. It was it was a sign. I thought uh, I've got to find another way. I can't I can't do this to my friends and family anymore. Exactly. And so I found a better way to to build. I invested a lot in my education. I invested in in learning how to how to actually build influence online and how I can how I can because I, I believe in the profession. I love this profession, but I needed to find a way to actually build influence online. Mm-hmm. Um, and to and to start attracting people to me, okay, because of the content that I put out. Firstly, I was tired of of doing home parties. I was tired of doing hotel meetings. I was tired of doing all of that. And I thought, like, whenever I did a party, you know, everyone was on their phone. They were like in their phone. And I'm thinking, well, how can I get in that phone? I need to get in that phone. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so, so I so I, I started learning how to how to actually build influence online and how to how to help people um, not only, uh, you know, educate them, but how to help them in their mindset. Because for me, this has always been my biggest struggle, okay, was was like my limiting beliefs and feeling like an imposter, you know, mm-hmm. all the way through from failing first year, you know, to to, you know, being a dentist and never, you know, I struggled, I struggled thinking that I was good enough. Like, yes, my patients love me, but I always struggled thinking that, wondering if I was good enough and if I was doing enough, if I was, if I was doing a good enough job. Okay. What would you say was like this, uh, what was that moment that you had that breakthrough where you kind of release your inner badass? Like what happened? It's a, it's a kind of an ongoing process, I would say. It wasn't. It wasn't a like. There it is. Um, it's something that I I work on all the time. And I think, you know, for a lot of us, a lot of us, you know, feel like we can always be better. Feel like we're not. Feel like we're not good enough. Okay. And then, for me, it's it's I. I when I feel like an imposter, when I feel like what I have isn't good enough to share, I actually turn around and I try and help somebody. Nice. Okay. And if I, if I turn around 
and I think, okay, well, hang on. I know so much. I can help so many people. And if I just reach out to somebody and, and find out how I can help them and I help them, then I think, okay, all right, I'm good enough. And then something might happen and I go back to this feeling like an imposter. And I go <laughs> it's back like to a, the never ending cycle. It's a right? never ending cycle of, you know, of serving people and helping people and, you know, coaching and, and mentoring people and helping them, helping them find their light, helping them find their, their light that's, that's shining inside of them and, and, and releasing it. Okay. And letting it shine and letting, you know, their, inner badass I like to I like to call it my inner badass and letting my inner badass shine but then there might be something that might happen or you know I might you know so often these limiting beliefs the the the, the what what stops us are actually just stories that we make up in our head yeah. I might hear something I might hear something and somebody says something and I turn it around in my head and I think that's directed directly at you Fran and you're not good enough Meanwhile, it was nothing of the sort. But How so you, often, what would you say is the, the most common limiting belief that you find? I mean, that you have found find um, throughout your life, but also or mainly with your clients. What's a, the main one? The main limiting belief that, or the mo most common for for that matter, is um, it, it's usually who am I? Am I good enough? Am I worthy? You know, and am I am I good enough to actually serve others and to help others and to lead? You know, because in network marketing, you know, when you start growing a team, you suddenly think, okay, well now I need to lead these people, I need to serve these people, I need to help these people, and I don't know enough. Who am I? Who like why? Who am I to do that? And you know, so often these these thoughts you don't the the problem is that so often we we think that we need to be up here in order to serve other people and we don't we just need to be one step ahead yeah I you know we just need to be sometimes you just need to be one day ahead of, of the person that you're trying to help you learn something you you if you learn something you'll figure something something out you can turn around and teach it and you can help other people and that is what that's the incredible thing with with you know with being an entrepreneur, being a network marketer, is that is that we can help other people, and that's, you know, the the thing that that so often like we make it about us. Yes, we make everything about us. You know, we, people hear so you make it about you, and it never was about you. It never was about me. Yeah. It's about people who are out there that I can help. And and when you turn it around and you think, well, stop thinking about yourself, Fran, because it's not about you. But it's about Mary and John and and Susie and the, the people out there who who need to hear my message today. And if I don't if I don't get over myself and find that inner badass and find that voice inside of me and actually share the message that I've got to share today, I'm letting that person down. Yeah. Just like if I didn't get up and go to work and go and get Susie out of pain, I was letting Susie down because I was you know, I was didn't feel like doing dentistry that day, you know, so I think right throughout life, you know, if we stop thinking about ourselves, and we start thinking about how we can help other people and how we can serve other people, then, you know, that, that, that those, those 
those limiting beliefs mm-hmm. start to start to go away when you start helping other people when you realize that you don't need to be the expert you don't need to be the you know multiple seven figure earner in order to help somebody exactly and it's so rewarding when you can help somebody when they turn around and say oh my god that made such a difference thank you so much <laughs> i completely agree but that <laughs> also t- get uh, takes a lot of confidence and sometimes a lot of people um lack that confidence to actually mm-hmm. get out of their shells um what would you say is like a because i believe you have like a five-step build confidence yeah. uh um tips, programs, um, I don't know how you yeah. call it, but uh, talk to us about that because I want to I hear what you, have to, what you have to say about confidence. Yeah, so, so it comes, like the confidence comes right first thing in the morning when you get up in the morning, okay? Because if you get up in the morning, okay, and it's actually retraining your brain, okay? If I get up in the morning and I look at my phone, and I start seeing messages, and I start seeing things that drag me back into my limiting beliefs, drag me back into, into you know, what I expect for the, like, think how the day is going to happen, then I'm immediately in a negative, I've immediately got negative energy, I'm immediately, immediately in a negative space, okay? Mm-hmm. So, so to start the day out in a positive space, to start the day out feeling like a badass, okay, is first thing in the morning is instead of instead of picking up your phone, instead of picking up your phone and checking messages, instead of turning on the news and watching the, the TV and watching the news, is number one is think about things that you are grateful for that, that day, okay, and really mean it, okay. Think of, of things and different things every day that um, I am grateful for and I write them down. Okay, so that's the first thing, is is find three things that I'm grateful for. The second thing is is to actually tell yourself that I love you, okay? And I'm going to ask you, if you're watching this, when did you last tell yourself that you love yourself? Because if you don't love yourself, if you don't say I love you, okay, you can't, it's difficult to, to love other people and it's difficult to, to expect other people to love you if you don't love yourself. You've got to love yourself first, okay? Exactly. This isn't a selfish kind of a love, okay? Love yourself, okay? And tell yourself that that you are good enough, that you are worthy. I am, okay? You do all the I am statements. I mean, my I am statements. I am, I'm a double diamond in my company. I'm making a million dollars a year. I am a badass. I am happy. I am loved. I am worthy. I am proud of what I have achieved, okay? I'm proud of who I am, okay? I'm strong. I am brave. I am a conqueror. I deserve wealth, and I'm moving towards a life of abundance, okay? So I say that to myself every day, okay? Um, and, yeah, so that's that's the second thing. And then it's it's meditation or even just sitting still and breathing, okay? Turn off everything, sit still, and just be okay all right exercise and then i actually like to make sure that i take action action builds confidence when you when you don't feel confident when you don't feel like you are good enough is if you take action if you actually do the do if you take action in 
you know, whatever it is that you that, that is you need to do to build your business, okay, if you take action, it builds confidence. Confidence comes from taking action. Confidence comes from from doing the do. And you know, if you don't, if you don't, people say I don't feel confident enough to do a Facebook live. I say, well, do a Facebook live. Go and do a Facebook live. Be you won't die. Being uncomfortable. Get comfortable. Get comfortable stepping outside of your comfort zone. Okay. Get outside of that. Get outside of you know. Because nothing, nothing happens inside that comfort zone. And if you want to, and this is where, you know, this is, it takes me back to first year in dental school when I just thought, I'm not going to be that person anymore. I want, I want to be one of the cool kids. I want to be like, I want to start like being happy. Yes, I, I went a little bit the other way. I went a little bit wild. Okay. <laughs> but I stepped outside of my comfort zone big time, mm -hmm. big time. And, and, you know, that, that is where the growth happens is, is when you, when you take action, when you step outside of your comfort zone and you think, oh, my goodness, actually, it wasn't that bad. I didn't die. You know, for me, yeah, it's like massively outside of my comfort zone. But I know there are people who need to hear this message. And so. Definitely. Yeah, I'm so happy and glad that you, you know, did. Because yeah, we needed and, you. And the thing is, like, you might be sweating buckets. You might be thinking, oh, my goodness. Like, I can remember the first the first time I was interviewed, I literally about five minutes before I thought, I think I'm going to be sick. And I thought, no, I, no, I need the toilet. Oh, no, I think I'm going to be sick. I thought, well, I don't have time for that. I have to get on. So I just went on. <laughs> well, now that you mentioned that, the first time I got an interview, I was asked a question. And, and you can see like a, like 10 seconds of me just going blank. Like, no. like I froze. And I was like, OK, this is my worst nightmare just happening right now. <laughs> Yeah. live oh oh my god so I, I i can definitely relate to that and um and I, but... I mean that's something that i've been terrified of it's like somebody's going to ask me something and i'm going to think well and i was interviewed a little while back and and she asked me a question i thought well, i'm not really quite sure how to answer this so i said well okay firstly i'm not the expert okay all i'm doing is sharing what's worked for me uh-huh and then I thought, oh, okay, all right. And then I thought, okay, this is what works for me. And I shared what exactly. works for me. And she said, okay, that's cool. That's awesome. She loved it. I mean, but you know what? I think that in this day that we're living or this time that, that we are living, um, expertise is it goes beyond a title. It's more of a experience. This is more of what we have. Um, built with the the heartache the the troubles the pains and how we overcome um in in how we can instead of just save all that information and experience inside just share it that that's what it for me is experience absolutely absolutely and so, you know, so often and it comes back down to those limiting beliefs and thinking that, yeah. who am I? And we all have a, a, a wealth of knowledge, you know, from yes. life, from, from, from doing what we do that we can share and we can help other people. That's right. Um, so, yeah. I completely agree. And I love you. Yeah. You're fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you are a fantastic yeah. friend. I mean, like, Hello, like you guys, like what is not to love about love about her? Like she just have shared so much with us in the time that we've been here today. Um, obviously, 
let me tell you what. I haven't even shared my passion, which is, you know, which is when two years ago we set up our coaching community, um, the Beach Boss oh. Influencers. So we so we we built we built people used to come to us for coaching and 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 uh, you know we would say, well, come and join our team. And they say, well, actually, no, we want your coaching. And so one of the, well, there are five of us, and well, actually, there are now seven of us, but but one of us, Kat Krasilnikov, came and said, I've got an idea. And she always has an idea. And she's got a brain. She has got a brilliant brain. And so we decided Let to Let me guess up. who's that, Brandy? No, this is Kat. This is Kat, Kat? Krasilnikov. Okay. This is Kat. <laughs> okay. And sorry, Kat always Kat, has I'm these sorry. genius ideas. Kat, well, Brandy's Brandy's brilliant. Brandy's, I love Brandy to bits, and she's. I just, she's a I just took a wild guess. I'm like, yeah, yeah. They're all, they're all, they're all amazing. They're all amazing. And uh, she came with this idea. She said, let's let's build a coaching community for other network marketers, so we can teach them how to do what we do. Okay, and how to build influence, and how to stop being a salesy, how to stop being a salesy word, and how to build influence online. So together we can just lift up the whole the, the reputation and the, of the of the industry as a whole. Okay, mm -hmm. right across the board, whatever company they're with. And so, it's almost two years ago we built we built Beach Boss Influences, and it's literally just gone from strength to strength. Exactly. And it yeah. is our it is our passion to help other network marketers. Um, you know see success but the the biggest the biggest struggle still with most of them is overcoming their limiting beliefs is is changing their mindset but i think that's with that everybody i yeah. think that comes with everybody uh yeah. at some point in life we we no matter how much we develop and we learn and we grow there's always going to be that that moment in life that we're gonna have that question again am i enough am i yeah. am i doing the I'm right thing enough. Yeah. I'm going the right path. Um, and, and like we you said before, it's like the never end, ending cycle, right? Yeah. That we go through. And sometimes it's good to go through the cycle just to kind of like revise what we have done and kind of like mm -hmm. do it self-check and mm -hmm. um, see if there's any, I always say that there's always room for improvement. Um, always. 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 So yeah. um, you can you can always assess yourself during that process and say, hey, I already but I already achieved this. What can I do now to make it better? Yeah. Um, and 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 I know that's what you guys are doing also with the community. You're helping yeah. women and yeah. men from around the world just to make things better for their businesses, their family, and themselves. And I love you guys for that. <laughs> I love you guys for that. Um, and, and I'm so glad that you share your passion with us today, that you share yourself with us today. Uh, but, you know, I, I know that there's people out there might be wondering where they can get in touch with you. Well, so I'm on social media. I'm uh, on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Um, there's my Facebook handle, at Fran Loebscher. There's there are very few Fran Loebschers around. So, you, I'm, I'm pretty easy to find. Um, so Instagram's at Fran Lopesha, Facebook at Fran Lopesha, Um, And connect with me, you know, send me a friend request. I'd love to connect with you and see how I can best help and serve you. Um, and, you know, it, yeah, I just, I just love connecting with other people and, and, you know, growing, growing friends on social media is fun. 
It is fun. It is fun getting to know other people and getting to find out about them and see see where they're at and see, you know, if I can help them, how I can help them. It's fun doing it without a hidden agenda. You know, back <laughs> back in the day, I always had a hidden agenda. I always had a this hidden agenda, like how can I recruit uh-huh. them? How can I sell my stuff? And it's just it's just so nice just to just to, you know, just to grow the grow grow friendships all over the world is 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 fun. Yes, it is. So, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, guys, if you're hearing some noises around there is my dog around again, <laughs> like, you know, just going around, like trying to get my attention, like, mom, when are you going to like get away from the you should, computer? You should bring your dog on, on screen. <laughs> oh, the thing is that he's not a tiny little dog. No, he's, he's a big he's dog. quite big, yes. Um, so it's hard for me, like, kind of like bring it up. Um, but he he's he's my baby, my angel. Um, so I apologize for the back noise uh, and the interruptions at some point. Uh, but yeah, and the other thing is that you guys, if you want to check out B- Bish Boss Influencers, uh, here's um, friends link is going to be on the description of the interview here on Facebook and in YouTube. Um, and it's going to be there for you guys to go and check it out. And, uh, also I highly recommend you that you just connect with friends. She's amazing. Uh, thank you so much for your time, for being here with us. Um, um, and now obviously <laughs> we have to go. I don't want to go. Oh. I don't want to let you go. <laughs> Dagmar, you thank you so much. It's been, it's been an, it's been an honor. Yeah. I can, I can, I can talk forever. I can talk to <laughs> Me <come>. too. Like, <laughs> like I'll be sitting in here like, okay, let's keep chatting. And like, there's no problem. <laughs> I love it. But unfortunately, uh, you know, our time is, is running, mm-hmm. is running out. And, uh, but I know this is not going to be the last time I'm going to have you here. No, I'd love to. I'd love no, to come back again. I'd be honest. We we bringing you back again in 2022. So next year, you guys, you need to be ready because I bring in her, and for that one, we're gonna have something special uh, in uh, on hand. I cannot see anything, but I know it's gonna be fantastic. Um, anyway, so thank you so much, friend, for being here. Uh, you guys, I just want to say thank you so much for your support. Don't forget to subscribe to that to our Facebook page, DM Dagmar Torres. That's where the podcast is uh, live every Monday and Wednesday. It also goes through uh, YouTube at the same time. You also can connect with me at the Instagram at the Success Strategist. Today, my accent is on the way, so I'm sorry. And then you can also subscribe to listen to the podcast on Anchor. Dot fm dagmar slash i mean dash torres so you can find the pro, the podcast in there um also <laughs> this year it's about to end but i couldn't end this year without making a dream come true and something that i did in 2021 was becoming an author so if you haven't had your uh, um Grab your copy from my book, Dauntless, Creating Your Blueprint for Success. Go to Amazon, or you can also visit dauntlessbook.com slash promo so you can subscribe, stay connected with me, and grab my freebie for you at that page. So thank you so much for being here today with us, for your time, and don't forget to unlock your potential and be fearless. Until next time, bye-bye.